Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Christina. John. How are you? Uh, I'm (laughs) super excited today. So Christina is using me as a guinea pig. She is a therapist who is incorporating astrology into her sessions, uh, which I think is very interesting. Um, so first, tell us a little bit about that. What is your, uh, what is going to be your way in? Oh, my way in. Um, that so I don't know that I'll actually be using it as a therapist, like under my license, mm-hmm. just because of all the legalities and so forth. But sure. um, I have been studying astrology since I was a kid, and there's mm. so much correlation. And when I um, found Deborah Silverman, who is who I study astrology under. She is also a psychotherapist, and she actually, um, her master's thesis was on the correlation between astrology and psychology. Um, Mm. And, you know, astrology is more of a Jungian-based type of therapy, you know, because Jung was very much about astrology. So it's very interesting to me because it shows patterns in a person's personality. It shows, you Mm -hmm. know, actual, it can even tell you, like, the struggles that you've had in life. It can tell you if you're going to be struggling in life. And like, wow. just there's a lot of different things that you can learn about yourself um, through astrology from a psychological perspective. So I'm excited to do this with you because, well, you are a therapist and you've been doing your work for so long anyways. And it'll be interesting to be able to deep dive into this on a therapeutic level. Yes, and uh, depending on how, how personal we get or what kind of information is revealed, uh, this will either be a podcast episode or not. But um, I, I think it goes hand in hand. I really think that astrology, especially because you know you mentioned Carl Jung uh, and also uh, depth psychology, uh, I think astrology and psychology is really uh, peanut butter and chocolate. I think more and more people are uh, integrating the two, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a natural and, uh there's a natural kind of there's a natural bridge bridged from one to the other and back and forth. Absolutely. So um well are you ready to start? All right, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So first we start off with you've had an astrology reading before, right? You've had your chart looked at? Oh yeah, I've had many. I've had many, yeah. Many. Okay, okay. So this is gonna be really interesting. So I want to find, first, we're going to establish like a timeline. Okay. I want to kind of see what has gone on in your life. So think back to like 1994, 1995, what was going on in your life at that Mm. time? Um, College. So I graduated high school in 1991. Most people listening uh, were just an idea. 91, 92, three, four. So yeah, college, uh, almost graduating college. majoring in screenwriting and uh, not knowing what I wanted to do with my life other than to um, write screenplays. Okay. So then let's fast yeah. forward to 2002. What was going on for you? 94. I think at that time I was in a relationship. I don't know if I was engaged, but uh, wait, how old was I in 2002? So I, gotta do, I have to do some math. I'm not really good at math. So 90, <laughs> 91, I was 18. Uh, so if 91, I was 18, 2002, I was what? Oh, you're asking me to do math? <laughs> I'm yes. just as bad. Is this where, is um, this where a, the episode it, stops? Math is going to stop our episode. <laughs> Wait, 91, 92, um, 93, It, it was around 30, like somewhere between like 28 and 30, 30. or something like that. Yes. So I got a divorce at 35. So that means that, okay, so 2002, um, I just got married. I just got married um, and I was doing Mm. uh, windmills on a farm in Oregon with this big wedding in Oregon. And then um, I thought it was the beginning of my life. So moving into uh, a little apartment to look the lake and uh, yeah, running toward that, uh, that picket fence. That was 2002. Okay. And then what about 26? More math. 2002. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. So 2016, now I was divorced. Uh, 
because I remember 2010 as being kind of my rebirth, started the blog, The Angry Therapist, uh, found uh, CrossFit, you know, broke and just rebuilding my life. So that was 2010. So 2016 would be six years after that. So I think at that point, I was already in a another relationship. Um, and by this time, I was, uh, was I 40? 35 was 2010. Yeah, I was in my 40s, early 40s. So another relationship, uh, three-year deal, living with this um, person. Um, I believe I had a little little parrot. We we named him Banksy, and I was scared to hold him because I'm scared of animals. And uh, yeah, and at this time I was fully, um, you know, in my uh, um, career. So I think I had just sold a book, my first book and uh started um a life coaching um platform and all that okay so the reason i asked those questions is because saturn is the planet that really kind of gets you going in your life it's kind of like at, at mm. certain points where it's hitting your chart it's like life changing events thing you know it, it's really activating your chart so those oh, so are with those years that you pointed out saturn has been kicking cabin i was tapping saturn at those those years you're saying yeah interesting yeah right so and it so makes saturn sense, like your it's is, is saturn like uh, gas okay disciplinary yeah, like okay, discipl got it. yeah it's like wherever it's hitting in your chart like mm -hmm. it's setting you up to move forward in your life on, on whatever path as you're, I'm, you're going to As I'm cutting at. you off, um, I need some Saturn right now to discipline myself to just shut up and listen. <laughs> nope. that, that's, that's a whole different thing, but we'll get to that. That might be Aries coming out. Okay. But um, okay. So interesting. I, I never heard that before. So Saturn uh, tapping into the, and it seems like you're doing uh, this by decades. No? It, uh, roughly well, yeah, like 10 so Saturn, years -ish? well kind of it, it 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 looks at a lot of different things but saturn is like um deborah really focuses on saturn just because it's like the karmic it's really mm. wherever saturn is in your chart that is what you are meant to be learning in this lifetime and oh, i'll get into that later on in the reading because of where your saturn is actually located in your chart got it got yeah. it so now we're going to talk about your character and your personality. So obviously, if you've, have, you've had your chart read, you know that you're an Aries sun, a Cancer moon, and a Gemini rising. So mm -hmm. what that means is that you are a leader, you are determined, you are passionate, you can be a little bit impulsive, um, <laughs> also very yes. confident, but also mm -hmm. very impatient sometimes and courageous. yes, for sure. So that's yes. that's all Aries, right? Yep. Now the the other parts of you, the side that you, I can see it, but that's because I'm a trained eye. Um, not mm -hmm. a lot of people would see this because this is more like the inside of you. That's the Cancer Moon, where you're the healer. Mm -hmm. You're very nurturing. Oh. Um, yeah. cancer is the sign of the mother. So that's that like nurturing side of you where almost the feminine aspects of you, you like to be at home sometimes, even mm -hmm. though your Aries fights with you on that. Um, yes. so it's like that very sentimental, um, a little bit can be on the codependent side, uh, depending mm -hmm. on the situation and who the relationship is with. Um, yes. so that's that internal side that you don't really show to a lot of people. Um, and actually it might even be parts of yourself that you don't even necessarily want to accept, or maybe at one point in your life, you didn't want to accept, but you were more accepting of it now. Yeah. And I think it's the strongest in intimate relationships, that side. Yeah, 100%, more so than in uh, friendships or with like family or yeah. I, I like to look at the moon as kind of the shadow self. So, you know, that mm. shadow side that we all have, mm -hmm. um, now mm -hmm. shadow, that's a whole different topic, but that's, yeah. And the shadow is what really gets stimulated in relationships. So wait, real quick. Uh, you said that, uh, my rise, cause I don't know this lingo, my rising is cancer and something is no, Gemini. Your, what was it? What was it? No, your moon, your moon sign is oh, cancer. My, my moon is cancer. Right. And then what yes. else would you say? Your rising is Gemini. My rising is Gemini. Okay. And what are so, the uh, characteristics of Gemini? So the Gemini and being as your rising sign, 
that's the mask you wear. That's how you mm. cope in life. That's how you present yourself to people. So Gemini, very talkative, very social, very curious, yeah. Ge- yeah. Uh, gentle, very adaptable, sometimes inconsistent. That's your downfall mm-hmm. of the Gemini <laughs> rising. Um, yes. and all, you all can my, also all my partners pre- love that about me, my inconsistency. <laughs> Um, and then also you can tend to be a little bit on the anxious side, like kind of fidgety, moving mm-hmm. around a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, um, also maybe a still. anxious attachment too. Oh, a hundred percent. And I would love yeah. to deep dive into all of that with you at some point. I don't think I could do that in a 40 minute session though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause that, that correlation I have noticed so much with doing, doing birth charts, like attachment styles and all, oh, that's that, all the traumas. Right, right. I can I can yeah. pick out traumas and how things present and everything. Um, mm. So yeah, but that is that is like your character. That is your personality. And seeing as when I was talking, you were agreeing with me a lot. Tell me a little bit about what it's like to hear me. I I mean I know you in a in some ways, but I don't know you very personally. But yet sure. I was able to share with you a lot of personal parts of who you are as a person. I think uh, so it, it gives it gives you buy-in right so as you're describing me if I'm agreeing with you and it lands for me then um what's happening is it builds trust also I'm now more curious my ears perk up um I also want to know how uh, I mean ultimately therapy astrology it it all comes down to understanding self better right I mean that's what life is about yes. right so uh you helping me understand myself is a value tremendously right so um but that being said i also you know there is there is a little bit of a a a skeptic in me in that um i do agree with everything we're saying but they're also very broad Mm -hmm. you know and 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 Mm -hmm. maybe as you get deeper you get more specific but generally yes the things that you're saying are, are 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 true and that it's a pretty good description of me So let me talk to the very broad piece, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. some of it is very broad. However, some of it is very specific to you, but you wouldn't necessarily know that because you are you. Because I only see it through my own lens, you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. So other, like the things that you find super easy in life, others won't. Right. Right. So when I'm talking to you, yeah, this feels, this resonates with you. It can be. And and the thing is, is that astrology, one thing that I think is confusing with, with astrology is every one of us has all of the elements within us and all of the mm-hmm. signs that, cause we're in the galaxy, right? So we all have it. It's just, some are more prominent in birth charts than others. Right. So and now I, think, I can I go think into people, generational. St- oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say I think people also mistake astrology for like um, fortune telling. Like, like um, I, I myself too. Like when I do astrology sessions, I'm like, well, you know, here's a project that's happening that's giving me a lot, a lot of anxiety. Is it going to happen? You know, is this yeah. going to happen? And I, I, I think astrology can help with like at what time um, something. Uh, the stars will line up, but it's, it's, it's astrology is not meant to, to like tell your future. Correct. So it, the way that I talk about it in regards to that specifically is we, we take the energies that are currently in the sky and we can look in the past and see what things were, what was happening in history back mm-hmm. at those times. Right. So mm-hmm. that's how predictive astrology works. You can, some people might be able to predict it down to like the exacts, but very few people it's exacts. It's, we know a basic energy. We have an idea of what's going to happen and what, where things are going to go, but we don't know for a fact. Like for instance, back in 2016, that was the first time I heard an astrologer talking about the fact that we were going to have a plague in 2020. So astrologers were talking Mm. about a plague coming in 2020, but they didn't know how it was going to show up. Right. They didn't know that the way that it showed up was going to be how it showed up. But we all like astrologers knew something was coming. So, so based on, based on your, your, your reading with me, um, um, now in 2023, uh, 
what do you see things coming? So in different areas of my life, or what's not coming, or what I should be um, uh, what so I should be aware of. We're gonna we're gonna get to that. Um, okay. I don't really. See, this is I'm me not being impatient. <laughs> this is I, me being exactly, impatient. Exactly, exactly. In, in real but time. this is yeah. this is amazing. This is amazing. Um, so let's talk about. Um, okay, so we talked about who you are as a person. Now let's mm. talk about the like certain aspects in your chart that are pretty significant. So one, you have Venus, the planet of love and your son, like pretty much on top of each other in Aries. Okay. That's, a, <laughs> that's that pretty significant. That's very significant. So in what, way? what, what that, that mean? means is, okay. So you love bringing people together. Um, yes, I do. you have a I'm very, a I know you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have a very beautiful balance of masculine and feminine energy because Venus is the, the feminine and the love and the sun is the masculine. Right. That, mm. So those two energies combined and then both of them being in Aries. I mean, Aries is the, the god of war. Um, so definitely more masculine, but you de you do bring in that beautiful feminine energy to your masculine. And not only that, that piece, but you also have a couple of other aspects in your chart that have that, too. So you are affectionate. You love to entertain. You're very charming and very charismatic. Now, uh, also some people will disagree. This, <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Well, now, yeah. now let me get to that. So because that's also in the 11th house. So now I don't expect you to understand what that means. But the 11th house is all about social. It's all about community. Mm -hmm. So you're mm -hmm. meant to be a leader in the community. But because mm -hmm. of these other aspects and other aspects in your chart, you're going to be you're going to be one of those leaders that. Um, you're going to draw a lot of male and female attention. And anybody mm. who is trying to be maybe in a romantic relationship with you, they're not going to like that so much. So you would have to have a very special type of partner that can handle all the type of attention that you are naturally going to draw to you. Well, can I tell you something? So my current partner, Vanessa, um, She's like the most non-jealous person I've ever met in my life. And uh, I feel like I feel like we were supposed to meet because uh, 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 there's this like a weird kind of uh, almost like that that was what's what's prescribed or that's the only kind of person that um, I'm going to be able to dance with, um, I, it, which is strange. like she's she's uh, uh, genuinely not not even acting. She was just a very confident, secure, non-jealous, open um, um, person and, and probably the, the most out of all my uh, uh, exes. And so that's really interesting that you say that is that what I what I need is someone that is uh, not going to be grabby. And she's she I would actually want her to be more grabby. She's more like I was actually the, uh, I was yeah. actually just going to say you need somebody who is very confident but also mm -hmm. is a little bit like, Hey dude, come here. No, we're not, you're not doing that. Come on. Like they need, oh, they yeah, actually yeah, yeah. need to show. She needs to tell still, me what's up. They, <laughs> yeah. She, she needs to have a little bit of that jealousy just to make sure that you know that she's still into you and that she still wants you. And she's that, that you're the, also the center of her world and she's the center of yours. If that makes yeah, sense. and I don't know if the words I don't know if the words jealousy. I think it's like um, she knows what she wants in life. She knows what she deserves, and you know her um, mm -hmm. expressing those needs, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, but yeah, okay. So keep going. Yeah. tell me more. Okay, <laughs> so the you also have Chiron, which Chiron we I don't usually talk about Chiron in mm -hmm. a chart, but it's I'm going to because one, it's on, it's also conjunct this Venus and the Sun, and Chiron is the wounded warrior. And it's not even a planet. It's just a constellation, but it's gotten a lot of like um, recognition. And I'm starting to believe that it is the, um, when you have your Chiron return, that is your midlife crisis because mm -hmm. you have your Chiron return around the age of 50. So you just went through your Chiron return. Um, and, oh. um, you were born with Chiron on top of your sun and on top of the Venus. So what that means is you love to help others and you have a mm -hmm. very, very strong sense of who you are. And even if like throughout, obviously throughout life, you learn who you are through, through age, 
but even at a young age, and I'm actually curious about this, I like even at a young age, you still knew who you were. You had a sense of who you were. Um, and then it just kept growing. So I'm curious if that is accurate or not. I think at age 10 to, you know, uh, you, you know, that age, and, and I just know, cause I worked in nonprofit. Um, we kind of live in a fatherless nation, uh, lots of kids, um, just going through trauma, abuse and all that. Um, the, the ages where I should have been abused or bullied or have had things happen to me. Um, I got very lucky in that from my wonder years, you know, the eighties from 10 to 12, 13, um, fat laces, windbreaker, boom box, spinning on my head, uh, chasing flow states at that age and break dancing, being a part of a crew where the bigger kids kind of took care of me, which protected me, um, mm. created this kind of safe container for me to, um, tap into my solid self. So I just remember the, the, um, I didn't seek approval. I mean, if, I mean, I was a kid, of course I, you know, to a certain extent, you know, wanted to be, um, uh, uh, accepted and loved and all that, but I was pretty, um, confident in, I don't know if, if the word's confident, but I was, I was pretty happy with myself and with life and building things. Uh, uh, uh I, I had no problem playing with myself for you know, till, <laughs> whether it's popping wheelies on my bike or uh, playing with Legos for hours on end, you know. Um, of course, I chased girls and stuff like that, which, you know, uh, uh, meant seeking something, love, approval, validation. But um, as far as comfort in self, I didn't go through um, any bullying or anything that, that kind of um, mm. most people do that shatters their self-esteem. Hey, wanted to share with you something I'm super excited about. If you go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium, you not only get commercial-free episodes, but also something I'm introducing called series, rotating wellness topics, but not only lessons, but what do we do with this information? How do we thread this into our life so we could change our life? Go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. You know, and yeah. then my parents were never home, so I was kind of uh, it forced me to be social and to hang out with uh, the neighborhood kids. So I feel like I was raised by pop culture. Uh, so maybe, maybe that's yeah. that's part of it. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was a young age. You know that things were going good. Like you, you always yeah. had a, a level of self confidence and and so forth. So the uh, I, was I, just, wanna I was also thirsty ask, for life at. Like at 10 and 12, I was thirsty for life and curious more so than yeah. scared and realizing that the world is dangerous. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's a combination of being an Aries and having that much Aries energy, but also mm. because Chiron in that space just gives you that sense of self. Now, the other aspect, and I'm curious, how do you, are you like just almost like one of the most unique people people you know have you been told that you are a very unique person and that you do not fit into any box and you are always trying you are always busting open boxes and never following the status quo no that's uh <laughs> that would be amazing to hear but no i don't i don't see myself really? that way yeah i don't i don't really get uh, those kind of compliments um hmm you know, I get, I get, I mean, the, the, the compliments I get is, uh, you know, uh, the whole thing about like, I tend to, to, um, build the uh, bus while I'm driving it. Uh, so, uh, sometimes, and that I thought was a curse. So? Now I think is more of a gift. Um, I, that, if I, uh, okay. kind of, I get obsessed with things so I could, you know, if I get obsessed with writing a book, I can knock them out pretty quick. So stuff like that. But, I, but, um, what you just said is a pretty, a pretty big compliment. I don't, I've not received that, uh. Like so, okay, the <laughs> fact that you think that that is a compliment says what I'm talking about in regards to you have oh, a, it's a, not you a compliment. An, no, 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 no. It, it, it is. So it is a compliment, but it's not to everybody. Not everybody wants mm. to be super unique. And some people right. want to fit into boxes, right? Mm -hmm, Whereas mm -hmm. like I look at the fact that you've 
build a bus as you as you're driving it. That is yeah. not many people would do that. You take charge. You're willing to move forward and be outside of the box and not live mm. based off of what society wants you to do. That right. is, you have Uranus opposite your sun. And that, that right there is that. And I actually have that in a different, in different signs, but I also mm. have that Uranus sun opposition. So I was like, oh, that is so interesting. Um, so yeah, that's, that is because um, Uranus is all about being very unique. And then the sun opposition yeah. of that, it, um, it's like, there's this, you are meant to be somebody who is not just fitting the status quo. Christina, you know, um, it's interesting because what you're doing now is unique. I mean, just you saying, yeah. hey, John, let me use you as a guinea pig. I want to do this. And we didn't talk about it. We just started. So so yep. like it's almost like both of our energies um, kind of connecting and uh, uh-huh. creating this little, you know, time capsule, this, this, this episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll get to that in the, in the a little bit too. Um, hey, Rick, so, quick, quick question uh, is, is Venus on top of the sun? Um, uh, let me ask you as far as like, uh, 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 sex and intimacy, does that make it oh. fiery? Um, Cause so I, when, when you say Venus you, on top of the sun, I'm thinking like, wow, that, that sounds exponential yeah, when it comes to something. Yes. Heated. So, so when you're going to be very explorative, but also like in love, what is going to happen is if that, if you are with a partner that is not able to keep your attention, if they cannot meet you on a physical, emotional, intellectual level, mm-hmm. you're going to lose interest in them. And mm. it, that 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 and this is not specifically that sun venus conjunction that's more venus in aries you mm. can fall in love very quickly and you can fall out of love very quickly yeah especially if they are not stimulating like if they are not keeping up with you if you get bored yeah. you're out well i think yeah. i mean i think less today than but i that is definitely a pattern of mine but i think less today as a 50 year old man with a family you know but yes yes of course have, so uh, you have I'm to think about this from yeah you you have to think about like who you were throughout your life cuz this that's something that's going to be throughout your life but you're going to learn you know cuz when mm. you when you work your birth chart that means you're learning the lessons that you were meant to be learning in your life Mm, and one of them so i also have that venus and aries i actually have venus and mars and aries so mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk about this a little bit later but i very much understand that uh venus and aries energy and it is that you fall in love quickly you can fall out of love quickly especially mm-hmm. if they are not keeping your attention because you're just mm-hmm. always wanting to keep going yeah so yeah but of course, which I'm, and I can which talk, I'm like, not proud I know that, of. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. Yeah. Don't, it's not about being proud of it. It's about like, you, you, you know, I, you talk a lot about how you just learn from your past and you move on. Right. Yeah. That's what yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't get stuck in your past. You have to, once you understand it, which is what the astrology teaches you to, this is just who you are. And these are mm-hmm. the life lessons that you have to learn. Now, if you, if I would have given, if I would have done this reading for you, 30 years ago, it may have changed. You may have been more aware of that and saw that more as a pattern than, you know, now that you're 50, you've already done it all. And you're like, oh, wait, yeah, that was a pattern for me. It's a little bit less now because I'm a little bit more grounded. I'm older. You also have a partner who, if I remember correctly, Vanessa's a Taurus and that grounds you. A Taurus it grounds is going us, but it's also you know you. it's also a horn sign. So it also um, you know Aries. Uh, it, we also <laughs> it, it, yes, yes. The, the, there's heads. that, and then but also I, I never heard that that grounds me. That's really good to hear, and and she definitely yeah, does. Yeah, and I'll, I'll yeah I'll get to that too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So the other aspect in your chart, and this is probably you'll feel this, is you have a what is called a cardinal T square, and what that does is it's. It's a lot of tension in your life. It's making, it sets you up to have a lot of aspects in your life that things that you have to overcome. Like I know a little bit about your story of how, you know, you mm-hmm. have immigrant parents and you've had to overcome yep. a lot just being Im- immigrants in America. And I, and that's, that alone is one aspect of what 
this Cardinal T square would be. Um, mm. I don't know, like, I'm sure that there's other stories that you can share about difficulties that you've had in life. Like, I, obviously, you didn't get bullied. But yeah, w- in what other ways have you struggled in life? And sure. like, had a I lot mean, of yeah, tension. there's tons of struggle. I, I mean, uh, you know, exactly. um, I'm, I'm a loner. I'm, I'm, I'm not like, uh, mm. I, I've been kind of a loner. You know, I there's a show, this is totally dating myself, but there was a show called Kung Fu back in the 80s. Um, David Carradine. They, they, I used they, to watch uh, it. <laughs> yes. So it was, it was, uh, I think it was meant for Bruce Lee, but, uh, you know, uh, because Bruce Lee was Asian and at that time, you know, racist, uh, uh, they, 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 uh, I think David Carradine was half Asian or he was Caucasian. Anyway, he was uh, a guy that just kind of went from village to village, um, got involved in story, uh, contributed, helped connect, fought, and then moved on to the next village. And for some reason, I always related to that person's story because I feel like um, my life has panned out to be like that. I mean, even though I'm technically in a relationship, I feel like a loner. Like I think that at, at my core, mm-hmm. it's like I'm in my garage alone. I you know do these podcasts alone. I help people, and then I kind of move on to the next community, help people, connect, and then you know. So I've always felt like a loner <laughs> in my life. You know, that's always been. Um, that yeah, is, that's, and that I'm also an introvert. So. Well, no, you're an extroverted introvert. You have both sides. Well, I have I have extrovert skills, of course, but uh, I think at the core, yeah. I think I charge alone, recharge alone. Well, that that's your cancer moon. Mm. That that's that internal space. That's that cancer yeah. moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now having a cardinal T square that makes you very ambitious. You jump right in Mm -hmm. and you are always striving for success. You are never sitting still. You always have a new idea. You are always like jumping feet first. You don't Uh, care if it's going to work or not. (laughs) Exactly. You almost have to pull yourself back. So that's that Cardinal T-square. Now I'm really curious to know if anything was going on um, in like 2014 like what was going on from 2014 to like 2017 18 what was going on in your life 2014 to 18 um man my memory shot so i always started 2010 because that was kind of the my the bookmark the dog-eared page of my life where it kind of was that was the rebirth so four years after that 2014 18 i think i was um in a relationship uh, I think it, that was the one with, uh, I was in a, a it was long distance, uh, met her on Tumblr. Uh, she eventually moved to LA and we had like a three-year relationship. Um, working in nonprofit, you know, wearing the uniform. Um, felt Is like that I when was you were working on your hours? My, working on my hours, yeah. I think I was on my way or very at, toward the end of becoming licensed. Uh, just just blogging and trying to find life in my life. Um, I didn't feel successful or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so with the, t- with a T square, it's basically like a triangle and then there's mm-hmm. an exit point, right? Well, it just so happens that at that exit point is one of the aspects in astrology. That's your fate. It's called mm-hmm. your North node. And again, mm. I don't typically talk about these aspects, but I feel like it's a significant thing here because your North Node is in that release point, transiting that North Node. So it's like Pluto's like death and destruction. So it was basically a death and destruction of your um, your career, like the things in your career you were rebuilding. You were, you mm. know, that's when you're pivoting from being a right. Well, you were still a writer. But you were not, you were then also becoming a therapist. So you were in this transition of becoming who you currently are, combining being a writer and now being a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I always liked that. That's again, just a timeline thing. I just think that Mm -hmm. that's really cool. Yeah. Now let's talk about. And now let's talk about the balance of the energies that you have in your chart. So in okay. Deborah Silverman's school, we focus a lot on the elements, air, earth, fire, water, right? Mm. So fire is all passion, drive, like being out there, outgoing, air, talkative, intellect, um, humanitarian, mm. Um, mm. like the balance, the scales justice right social justice 
Water yeah. is all about emotion. It's all about the, the flow of life, right? right Going right. with the flow. And then earth is about being grounded. It's about being right. practical. It's the, the practicalities of life. Well, you, John, have no earth in your chart. No. <laughs> Thank you. No I'm earth all, uh, at I'm all. all fire. No earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm like a, you are. I'm like a balloon that was like, actually, oh, and it just floating. Well, but that's the thing. You're actually more air. You have five mm. planets in air signs. Five. That is a lot mm. of air. And you yeah. have, it's not super tight, but you have what would be considered a grand trine, okay? Or trine in your chart, meaning you have planets in all of the air signs, which what that means is that you naturally are very talkative. You are a yeah. natural storyteller. You are a natural humanitarian. You are a natural like social justice warrior, all of that. So mm. I, that's like, I, I feel like that's a lot of what, what your career is. Maybe not the social justice piece. I think the, yeah, the I don't see a lot me, of social justice. I feel like I need to do more of that, but that doesn't come naturally. Well, uh, and, and let me say this because of the one aspect that you have in Libra, because Libra is more like the social justice because it's the scales, the balance. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You have Pluto in that. And Pluto in Libra is all about like the changing the structure of the traditional marriage. So from that perspective and knowing what you do for your career, that absolutely makes sense to me because mm. you don't like you're helping people break down that like typical construct of what we've always known as a marriage. Right. Right. So new blueprints, new blueprints. Exactly. Right. New. Exactly. So yeah. that to me is that piece, that social justice aspect of your career. Um, so oh, you have a lot, a lot of air and you are very, very, very. And when I say intellectual, you just always have to be simulated. Your brain is always going. And well, you're always you looking for new things. I don't feel like because um, I don't feel like I'm a smart person. I feel like, uh, you know, C uh, students. SAT scores were shit. Uh, never went to Ivy League schools. So, I mean, I've always been creative and always loved to create, always been ambitious, but I don't feel like I'm a, a quote unquote smart. And so when you say intellectual, that's a little bit confusing to me. But I think what you mean by intellectual is just my my brain is always going and needs to be stimulated. Well, hold on. So intellectual does not mean formal educationally smart because right. intellectual yeah, that, that, that rises... In, to me, intellectual actually rises above standard. Like mm. to me, intellectual is more of the gifted. They think out of the box. They don't. Mm. It, it, it just because you didn't do well in like actual school. School is a it's a construct, right? Intelligence mm -hmm. is wisdom. Intelligence mm -hmm. rises above the Ivy League education. It takes what would the what the Ivy League education would be and brings it to Earth. Got it. it brings it to like. Does that make sense? So yeah, when yeah, I yeah, look yeah. at you, I do see high intelligence because you don't fall into the box and you use all your life wisdom mm -hmm. to create something different, and that is the intelligence aspect of it. What a great ego boost as a gift for me on a Tuesday. This, this conversation <laughs> that's that is what astrology that that is what deborah silverman's astrology is all about that's and that's why i like you know oh, i talk about ego boosting compliments well but it's not so it's not ego boosting it's being able to balance so everybody has strengths and everybody has weaknesses right weaknesses right right, right. We, we're just talking about my we strengths live, yeah. Yeah, we, but no, because I can, I mean, there's even, there's strengths within weaknesses and weaknesses within strengths, right? right so right, like some of the right. weaknesses that you, that we've talked about is you can be too impulsive, right? You yes, can jump yes. too in too quickly. Yeah. You need to slow yourself down, which these are things that you have learned throughout your life. Um, yeah. You are not grounded. You do tend to jump from relation, not jump from mm -hmm. relationship to relationship, but you can, you know, jump yes. in and out of love very quickly. Those yes. are the things that you have not liked about yourself so much, but it's okay. You move past it. You learn your lesson and you go on. Right. So everybody has those aspects. 
the this is very much why I like to use astrology in in lieu of psychology because to me the psychology based model in America is very deficit based, whereas mm-hmm. this is very strengths based. And when mm-hmm. you have when you're giving somebody the good things about them, or even taking the not so great things about them that they struggle with, and you're reframing it for them it actually helps them get into who they are really meant to be. And then it balances out. You're always going to yeah, have those me of, of you um, that you're not liking. It reminds me of positive psychology, right? Focusing on it's, strengths yeah. uh, more so than weaknesses. And also when you said that uh, I've got five planets, and I've got a lot of air. Uh, many, many may agree in that I'm, I'm, uh, I'm an airhead, <laughs> that I have a lot of air in my head. Um, but you're, you're saying something different. Anyway, sorry. Little, yeah, well, little but, bit of, so, okay. but airhead, I mean, the airhead aspect, <laughs> right? That's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Because, yes, you need somebody to kind of guide you. Mm-hmm. But that airhead is what gives you your intelligence that airhead is what gets you to where you are today and like you are you you're pretty big in the industry you have written several books you have you've had several different communities you have brought a lot of people together so that airheadedness yeah it can come with some struggles but when you know what element you need to kind of guide you then it it doesn't have a negative impact on your life anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 What, um, can we talk so, a little bit about the future when, 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 um, <laughs> I'm just, cause I'm looking, yes. I'm looking at time too. Uh, yes. um, but, so, but, well, but finish, finish you, what you're you need, doing and then we'll, and then that'll be the last chapter of this. Yeah. So you need to, you need to bring more earth into your, into your life. So I know you have yeah. Vanessa who's a Taurus and that's, that's grounding, but there's ways that you can incorporate earth into your, into your life go out and hug a tree. I tell people that if you have no earth, like legit, go out and spend some time hugging a tree. Well, since, I'm, since, since, since my grass. Venus is on top of Saturn, since my Venus is on top of Saturn, it, I'm going to go out and hug no, a tree. No, it's your sun. That's more of my your style. Your sun. Yeah. That, <laughs> oh, my son. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to go into what I was I just going to say, but we'll, exactly. Make sure the tree's in your backyard. <laughs> Wait, wait can, um, I, can I just insert something real quick? So this, this I love, and I think it's helpful for anyone who does a session with you, because I know you're going to want feedback from me is, okay, so John, here's what um, we know about you. And, and I like that you're giving me homework. I like that you're saying, um, here are some mm-hmm. ingredients that need to be added to your life, which will create balance or potency. And that is, you need to be more grounded. And as you're saying that, I'm thinking, um, what's my definition of grounded? Now, I'm not going to hug or help a tree. That's not my style. But um, I do go out to nature more than I've ever done before because of our retreat house. Um, so you know what really grounds me is uh, uh, my motorcycle grounds me when I'm on my, on my bike mm-hmm. riding. So I try to get that in daily. Uh, and then I've been doing ice plunges. And I've, I wonder if that also counts as grounding me. And then, of 100%. course, you know, fitness. Since two, 2010, I've just been doing fitness every day. And that, to me, that's my meditation that grounds me. Yeah. So anything that gets you. So it doesn't have to be nature. It doesn't have to be like Mm -mm. earth, you know? No, no. I just always say, go literally go hug a tree. Like, because that's the easiest thing to do for somebody when they're needing to ground. But no, anything that's going to get you into your body, that is what's going to ground you. Yes. Anything that makes you very present out of your head into your body. Yes. Agreed. The way that I describe like. Sorry, the, Sorry, the way ahead. that the, the way that I've described this with somebody else that has so much air but no earth is it's like you're a bird without a tree to perch on. You need to find your perch, right? <laughs> yes. So you need to find yes. something to sit on. And so uh, your motorcycle, your ice plunge, right. your right. you know, your gym, you know, that stuff is what grounds you. Um real quick, uh so do I have more air than fire? You have more air than fire. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, interesting. Okay. Yeah, you have a lot, but air fuels fire. So even yeah. though, so you have you right. have three you have three planets in fire. You have five planets in air. So you have a lot, and and also because your your main your 
your your son is in fire, that's a big fire piece. So mm-hmm. all of that air is going to just fuel that fire. It's going to make that fire big. It's going to give you your yeah, yeah. So you're yeah, yeah, so you're fire. writing your communities, your you know that stuff. That is what fuels your fire. That's what fuels your passion. Mm. Okay. Um, so now Got transits, it. current transits that are happening again. Chiron is now coming back, mm-hmm. and it's on top of your Chiron. It's on top of your Sun. It's on top of your Venus. So you're going through a major transformation in just who you are as a person, right? And yeah, I feel I've that. been watching you that. over the last few months, and I can definitely tell mm-hmm. that you're in a transition. You've been openly talking about it, but that is what is happening right now. Then you also have Mars conjunct your Pluto. Now, what that is, I I don't really know how this is going to play out. Mars in Aquarius is like, again, it's that fire fire planet in an air sign, right? And it's all about humanitarianism Mm. and bringing that out. Pluto is Mm. death and destruction. So it's kind of like grounding that energy, right? Um, Mm -hmm. oh, wait a second. I'm sorry. Mars is conjunct or Pluto's. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not going to talk about that one because I don't remember if it's your Mars. Hold on a second. Where is it at? Well, um, how much of this is me? Uh, how much of this is me turning 50? And I know you mentioned the word midlife crisis, which I've been trying to reframe as, uh, a midlife awakening, but, um, yeah, <laughs> well, I do, exactly I do, I do is. feel that there's, yeah. And and so let me ask you this, how does that play out? So for me, it's a 50 year old when you, you know, me and my life pretty well. Um, how do you think those changes uh, are going to play out or you don't know, they're just things that you see, but brewing. So I don't really know. I mean, I can, we can look into your future, but you right now, also the North node is in Aries so the North Node is going to be going over your Venus. It's going to be going, and I know that you don't know what that means, but there's going to be a lot of transformation for you in your mm-hmm. career over the next couple of years. There's, some, I, and I don't know how it's going to play out, but my good guess is that it's going to play out. <laughs> what do you mean by you know, transformation, honestly, good or bad? Is it, it well? I don't look at it as good or bad because, like you said, uh, you know, every everything has its place, right? So yeah. I don't know how that's going to play out for you, but it's always going to, mm. there's always going to be something that you're going to learn. And you are that type of person that takes what you learn and applies it to life. You, I try. You ter- I don't know. I don't know if that's no, true, but I try. No, you do it. I mean, John, mm-hmm. I, I, I've watched you. I mean, like the whole reason that I'm even sitting here doing this, like, in you know podcast with you is because you were actually a, a digital mentor for me while I mm. was working on my hours because yeah. I I saw how you were showing up as a therapist and I was like that's how I want to be and mm. just by watching you and I mean I, I it's not like I stalk your social media or, or anything like that um but it I I watch when things pop up and I'm it's relating or whatever but you are very open and you share things about your life and your past experiences and how you get to where you are. You are somebody who has what we call worked your chart. You are, you are taking the high road of what you were meant to be doing in this life. Okay. So now that's actually like your life lesson, right? Your life lesson is to know yourself to release any need for right. perfection right. you need you need constant intellectual stimulation so you need people in your life who are going to challenge you who are going sure. to challenge you to think differently who are going to you know really kind of get in there and be like wait make you think okay mm-hmm. and think differently um you are very introspective um, you put, you know, put you and your body's well-being above everything, no matter what, because that is what you like. That is what you've said that you were going to do in this life. You are going to put you and your health and your well-being above everything, because if you don't, then you can't show up the way you are supposed to show up in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, 
people could see you as closed off or unfriendly sometimes. Yeah, for sure. That's, I, I think a lot yeah. of people in public think I'm a dick. That just because the, the so, resting bitch face, and uh, you know, exactly. yeah, I'm not a smiley guy. And, and you can be serious, and but you also and you challenge yourself to be imaginative. You you know, mm. there's some aspects in your in your chart that maybe like the bringing the imagination in is actually somewhat of a struggle or maybe at some point in your life it was and you've had to really work on allowing that imagination to really just kind of be fueled by your fire fire mm-hmm. but that's um, can what I your ask life you, lessons are so one of the things i've been struggling with and this is me getting more specific um, yeah please it's interesting because I, i'm a really big believer in uh and i talk about how uh you know, every, every part of your story will be used. Right. And so an example of that is, uh, I used to think I was a failed screenwriter, but the 10 years of sitting in coffee shops, training myself to write what I see or write what I saw. And also, um, like the discipline of knocking out 10 pages a day has helped me tremendously, uh, writing self-help books. Right. And this is why I'm able Mm -hmm. to, uh, pump out books pretty fast. And also, uh, if you know my writing, it's very visual. Even though I don't have a vocabulary, I can write what I see. And all that, all that is because of 10 years of screenwriting. Um, and so uh, I feel like that was meant to happen. I just wasn't meant to write screenplays, you know. Um, but I did have That's a little exactly dance. It. I have a little dance with, um, with Hollywood and, and that Hollywood has always been, I also grew up in L.A. Um, Hollywood has always been kind of the, uh, the, the hot girl that I've always tried to get uh, her attention, but she was kind of ignoring me. And so recently now, you know, I mean, shit, 30 years later, um, um, it's been, it's been kind of subtly knocking on my door. Uh, 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 I had a a major network option. I used to be miserable fuck for a possible TV show that didn't work out. Um, so it's like, I keep getting hurt. I keep getting kind of like, Mm. um, teased if you will. And it's very activating because when, when, when Hollywood calls, um, I feel like, oh, the hot girl's finally calling, but she's just saying, what's up? I still don't know. She, is she interested? Is she not interested? You know, that kind of thing. And so most recently I've been struggling because uh, um, there's a TV project, an unscripted project. And I've been, um, it, it's my idea. So of course I'm very invested in it. Um, and there's a lot of not, not yeses, but not no's and a lot of waiting by the phone. And I'm trying to kind of self-soothe and not put a lot of weight on it. It tugs on my mm-hmm. pseudo self who I used to be, which is like chasing shiny things. Like all of that is happening. Um, so I kind of want to know if that is my path or not, you know, like I, I, I would rather know, do I, do I invest in that medium or do I just don't do that? Cause it's not meant for me. And I still don't know because it kind of knocks and teases you know, but nothing is really manifested as of now, although something can happen tomorrow. I don't know. And that's exactly it. So, you know, therapist to therapist, this is that whole, like being there, being in the present moment without being Mm -hmm. attached to the outcome. Yeah. Right. The, your, the anxiety comes because you, it's that, that fear of the unknown. And because You've had all this disappointment after disappointment. You're you're chasing. You're not attracting. I'm using your words on you now. You yeah, I, I know. I, I know you are, which is unfair. <laughs> no, it's totally fair. Um, yes, absolutely. I, I think that's what I'm. I'm very aware of that, and that's uh, being yeah. aware of that. And then the work would be to work, you know, to work through that, and also a reminder that we all snap back, right? So, um, but right. if you look at the stars, if you look at the stars, do you? Do you see that as my path? Do you think that you know that that this this project that I'm that I'm that I've already gone out with? Do you think that that's going to manifest, or or you don't know the star? You can't tell by by the stars so, or what's yeah, next really for me. Yeah, I can't really tell. Like, uh, and even like energetically, I, I don't. I, I I hesitate to say this, but my first thought is you're not. You don't belong in Hollywood. You you're like Hollywood. Mm. You're supposed to rise above Hollywood. You're not meant to like Hollywood. That that's not your thing. Um, but what, what, I think what's that rising because, above Hollywood? Instagram. <laughs> well, no. Um, it. it um, I, I, I right when I say rising above Hollywood is because um, you're so engulfed in Hollywood 
and you've yeah, been involved in Hollywood your entire life. Yeah. If you were to remove yourself from Hollywood and see like what's what else is out there, like my of course my my mind is going to like you know Washington, like politics, things like that. But that's my brain, um, and I do believe that that's like rising above Hollywood. Um, yeah, sure. But and, and that's why, like, I don't know that a TV show is actually what you are meant to be doing. Like, in, intuition yeah. wise, I don't feel that for you. But I, that, but that's just I can't say that for sure. I didn't look at yeah. your astrology for that. I know your career is going to change significantly over the next couple of years. And if you want to have a, a conversation, like, I, I could go on. I separate from uh, this astrology reading, there's a whole different conversation that I could have about this that I actually think would benefit you a lot, but I don't want to have it recorded as part of your reading um, because it's like, it's above it's to, for me, personal that is rising stuff. Up. it's personal career stuff, but it's, and it's also rising above the Hollywood aspect for you. Um, yeah. And also going into like, I would love to actually go into the the sinistry aspects of a of charts with you because I think that also would help you with your career. But again, I don't want to record that piece because the only relationship yeah, yeah, be... that I have to like look at sinistry and explain it to you is my chart with your chart, and I can explain our dynamics, what I have felt, and this goes into the transference counter transference aspect of people mm-hmm, or the mirrors. Mm-hmm. I would love to talk to you about like what I have experienced in relation to you and then what how you have experienced me because the whole reason we're connected is because I look I, I responded to an ad that you put out on social media looking for interns. I jumped right. on it, but since yeah. then like the, for me the timing of that was that to me was totally in the stars. 100% in the stars. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I got to say, um, and uh, we'll kind of, we'll kind of wrap this up with also what, what I felt through this and what I think is uh, really powerful. But um, yeah, in the short period that I've known you from, you know, us, uh, you know, a handful of strangers just kind of sitting in my garage to what you're doing now to even now uh, us having this conversation and you taking this approach. Um, I've seen you like skyrocket. I've seen you, um, you have so much energy and you're, you know, what I see you doing, I see you really actively playing in your sandbox right now. And when I first met you, I think you were scared. I know you were like, ah, oh, you know what? I have this tug to be, uh, unique and different. And I feel, uh, I want to go there, but you know, a therapist, you know, wears this kind of hat. Is it oil and water? I don't know. But now, cause you're doing it, you just did in, in for the last hour in real life, uh, you're coming into your own. And so it's been really mm-hmm. cool watching you come into your own. Um, a lot of people that have crossed my path, interns, therapists, uh, people on social media that I've either connected or, you know, had the privilege of like watching their story. Um, I love it when I see people kind of coming into their own, finding their cape. And uh, I see you doing it now. So, yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah. And it, like I said, there's a lot there and I can talk to you in this that that could actually take your um because you s- focus a lot on relationships the sinistry piece that i could yeah. do and i can talk to you about that could take that to a whole different level like i've actually thought like, sure. i know that there's apps and stuff that connect people but they don't look at certain aspects that i look at and i like the energy that we have to get like just hit, sitting here having this conversation it's because I have a lot of fire in my chart. So our yeah, fire I know. We're, we're, we're really talking matches. over each other, which is not a bad thing. Yeah, there's a lot of passion. No, a it, lot of uh, exactly. Yeah, two people. And yeah. and I also have a lot of air, like, you know, not mm-hmm. actually in my chart, but like as far as planets, but in other areas mm-hmm. like houses and stuff. But I am that our sinistry together, like there's almost this you saw something in me, but you also knew mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. 
I, I don't I, I don't know that, but yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I, sure, I think, maybe. I think that you, yeah, I think that you you saw something in me, but then you know, you also knew that I was like, you could also see that I wasn't fully secure in who I was as a person and as a therapist and in my career. So that whole sandbox that you were talking about, right? I think that if you actually take your take a step back and pay attention to that, like, but again you're, you were in your world. I was in my world. So I experienced yeah. it differently than you did, but I would love to have a conversation and talk about the, the intertwined energy because yeah, there's so many, and I'm also a Taurus. I have, I, I have a lot mm. of earth energy, so I can, I, I also bring that earth element to, you know, the conversation. I think, um, you know, I don't feel like I'm that intuitive, but I do believe that one of my uh, uh, gifts that I'm meant to share with the world is spotting rock stars. I've been pretty, my, I've been pretty good at spotting uniqueness or seeing something in someone, even if it's a seed, and knowing, okay, that's gonna, that's gonna be special. Um, and of course, everyone's a rock star. You know, it's more about unearthing what is your natural gift. And so I, I, I've, in my story, I've come across a lot of people where I'm like, oh, that person's unique. That person's going to thrive. And, and, and it's just a matter of, you know, them um, getting out of the way of themselves kind of thing. So um, anyway, I want to I want to say that. Uh, oh, good. I want to I want to challenge you on one thing, though. You actually do have a high <laughs> intuition because of some aspects of your chart trust it mm. more. You just said that, yeah. you know, I don't think I practice that. I don't think I practice uh, trusting it. Yeah. And, and it's in the it's trusting a tool, it's a tool it. that I have not used. Yeah. Right. And I would even, I would even challenge you to check in with yourself in regards to this whole thing in your um, career, because I wonder if there's something internally that, you know, it's not where you're supposed to be, but you don't want to accept it. And you keep chasing it because it's the dream that you've been chasing since you were a kid. Yeah, it's also part of me is like it's a different media to play with. It's a different playground. Um, you know, I've been active um, writing and in social media for a long time, podcasting for a, lot, a long time. And uh, I mean, not a long time, but I mean, 700 episodes. And so to me, uh, television just kind of feels like the next natural playground to see what I can do uh, with the creative space, you know. And so that that excites me. Um, but yes, I don't know if that's where I'm, I'm meant to go or not. Uh, we we will yeah. see <laughs> we will see what happens in in the next year yeah, or two. Yeah, we will see. Um, hey, I want to I want to say thank you for doing this. Um, yeah, you know what I, I found really powerful is um, and 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 if you're listening, um, think about what you found powerful from this exchange. Is one, you know, it's really hard for us to understand ourselves because we're only looking through ourselves through our own lenses, right? So having this outside perspective and it's not just an opinion because you're backing your opinion with stars and history and all this kind of expertise and then also the other hat you wear as a therapist so um the psychology behind that i think that's very powerful um i think when it comes to relationships this can be so helpful like guys we were talking a little bit briefly about uh vanessa and i and the sounds and how the, the the our our stars and how she grounds me and um my pattern of 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 um um, getting in too deep or falling out of love. Like to me, that's kind of an older pattern, but, but yes, the, these things all help me understand myself better. So when I'm in relationship, I can choose different or be like this or work on that. Right. And I think that's extremely valuable. So um, 100%. I love this. I love that. I'm going to, um, I'm going to pay for uh, a session for you to do with Vanessa. So um, I think this is great. And then also, I love um, I love where you're going. I love your courage. I just want to applaud it uh, for you, you to even say, hey, I want to play with this. And I want you to be a guinea pig. And uh, let's see where it goes and your openness. Um, I think it's great. I also know that you specialize in um, ADHD and all that, you know, that mm -hmm. which is a whole nother layer. Um, yes. So, yeah, I uh, thank you for doing this. Where can yes. we find you? Um, there's going to be people listening and I'm pretty sure they're going to want a session from you. So, um, okay. I think that, I think, um, social media, but also give us your email if you, if you're cool with that. Yeah. So my email is Christina M Fitch at gmail.com. 
Um, Wait, did you so say Christina. the, the Christina? No, just Christina, oh, C-H-R. Oh, Christina M, okay. Yeah, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, M is in Marie, Fitch, yeah. F is in Frank, I-T-C-H, at gmail.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram as the atypical therapist. Um, and yeah, I'm working on my website, uh, too. And that's, so we'll, we'll see about getting that up and running. Um, Can I ask you yeah. this? Um, anyone that is listening to this, cause I plan to air this, uh, mm-hmm. and you email Christina, say that you discovered her from this episode of my podcast and, um, maybe you can give them, you know, some kind of, uh, discount or something for a session. Absolutely. And, uh, Absolutely. and, uh, so they get something for, for, for being the first, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. Awesome. 100%. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, I'm super excited about your story. Thank you. And thank yeah. you for being my guinea pig. <laughs> You're welcome. Always. All right. Be well. <laughs> okay. Bye.